Hello, I'm Hannah Heading and you're listening to Well Worn Pod, the show all about style, sustainability and secondhand. Hello, lovely listener. Welcome back to Well Worn Pod. Thank you for being here. Today on the show, I get to chat with the lovely Laura Morley. Laura is passionate about the world of secondhand and shares pictures of the things that she does and doesn't buy at the op shop via her Instagram page, Op Shop Gal. My personal favorite is when Laura shares her elevator outfits, documenting her thrifted finds that will most definitely make you jealous of the gold that she unearths at the op shop. Laura, I'm honestly just excited to be sitting down chatting with an expert thrifter. So thank you so much for being on the show. Can you introduce yourself a little further for us? Tell us a bit more about who you are and what you do. Yes, I definitely can do that. Hello, my name is Laura. I am a librarian and a wannabe writer. I really should um, place an emphasis on the word wannabe there. (laughs) I feel like I do a lot more reading and thinking about writing than I do actually writing, Mm -hmm. but I'm hoping if I continue to label myself as a writer, then the public pressure will be too much (laughs) and I'll just write a masterpiece one day. Amazing. Um, So fingers crossed. I have an Instagram op shop gal where, yeah, like you said, I post my thrifty finds. Yeah, I just really love op shopping. I'd love to hear more about this passion around op shopping because me too and a lot of the listeners as well we all love op shopping but where did it begin for you what's your earliest memory of shopping secondhand I think for me it's probably the same memory that a lot of people have when it comes to op shopping I was looking for a costume so I think I was in maybe grade 10 9 or 10 Mm -hmm. and my best friend and I were doing (laughs) we were entering as a Simon and Garfunkel tribute band to our school's talent contest (laughs) Um, so we had a bit of an ambitious plan where we were going to make like a behind the scenes documentary uh, charting like their progress up to the talent show and then for the talent show itself we were going to channel their Central Park concert costumes so we had a whole lot of sort of 70s gear we were looking to get so that's amazing yeah that was my first time I went op shopping and I remember picking up some sort of like paisley shirts and a a black velvet vest and um telling everyone I thought they were hideous but really secretly liking them (laughs) and being like amazed that I owned them (laughs) that's so great so from that point this costume hunt that you went on did it occur to you to just stick at it and look for things beyond that fancy dress or was it just a one-time thing for that point um yeah I think after that point I had a couple of other friends that were a bit more I don't know like innovative or fashion forward than I was so they were kind of already on the thrifting thing finding all of these cool things that we'd seen on like I guess Tumblr it would have been at the time and that we weren't finding in the shops so I was pretty jealous of them so I started tagging along um and yeah like as, as I said I kept sort of eventually like crushed my denial of hating that paisley shirt and started wearing it for real and like was rocking the velvet vest so I think after time I just started to become aware of like how it was within my student budget and how much cool stuff I could find there so yeah really kicked off around the later years of high school. So why is it something that you still really love and enjoy now? 
There's so many different reasons that I really like it. Um, I guess the first, the main reason for me, if, if I'm being honest, the main reason is probably just not as overwhelming as mainstream or like buying new clothing. It's, I don't have that same sort of agonizing thought process of like, am I getting the best deal? Is mm. this like good quality? Is this, um, you know, am I going to go into another stop, store immediately after and find something that is exactly the same but slightly better uh I just find that it's um I love having the one option yeah um and then obviously there's so many other things like the like environmental and sustainability elements of it are so good but definitely something that I started considering much further into like my obsession with thrifting mm. and then yeah the community benefits and the price point all good things <laughs> All good things. That's a really interesting take, actually. I don't think I've ever heard anyone describe, I guess, first-hand shopping in that sort of way, this really stressful environment that you walk into that makes you question your decision-making abilities. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like crippled with indecision every time I go into a shopping center. Westfield is like <laughs> my nightmare. <laughs> Fair enough. And how fun then to be able to curate a wardrobe full of things that are a little more interesting anyway and unique. How much of your wardrobe do you think would be secondhand? Um, I would say the majority of it. I think maybe 90%, I think. Yeah. I am surprised like when I do the the elevator yeah. <laughs> outfit photos, when I'm sort of running through my head what's thrifted, even things like my, um, my jewellery and often shoes and I, stuff that I think is a little bit harder to find for myself um, is often thrifted. So yeah, pretty high percentage. Oh, that's so cool. How would you sum up your personal style? I'm really curious to know. I'm very drawn to your sense of style, I would say, and often find myself flicking through your page if I don't know what to wear. Um, Yeah, I really, I think you put things together in a really appealing way. Like things look quite effortless, but still really interesting and creative. Oh, But how would you sum it up? Wow, I'm just going to save that clip and replay it to myself on repeat. <laughs> that is such a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to sum it up. I I can't really think of one thing or a sort of vibe that I wear where somebody would say, oh, that's such a Laura outfit, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess people do say that to me, but I can't pinpoint what they are singling out when they say that. Yeah. For me, For me, when I'm shopping, I'm looking for... I guess, comfort and Mm. practicality more than anything. I really hate, I just hate stuff that doesn't fit me right. And I hate stuff that doesn't make me feel like, like a tight tight waistband or like a a restrictive Mm. sleeve. And I hate fabrics that are unpleasant to wear. Like I really gravitate towards like natural fibers, I guess. Maybe my, (laughs) maybe my vibe is just crinkly or like a need of an iron because (laughs) I really am not good at that but yeah I don't I don't know comfort yeah is what I strive for whatever it is it's definitely working for you I always find it really interesting when people emphasize comfort and they say that that's what they prioritize in their wardrobe or like a, a functional wardrobe that doesn't get in the way of living right because I feel like when I try and do that when I'm aiming for comfort it very much looks comfortable. <laughs> it doesn't look cute. <laughs> well, I think I have those outfits too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Track pants are an essential. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
in your work as a librarian, are you pretty free to wear whatever you want? Yeah, we don't have a uniform. We have a dress code, but um, actually I'm a, I'm a team of one. So if I'm wearing the wrong thing, nobody's ever told me. Um, it is quite curious because I do work with engineers. So like casual Friday is you know, like a dress polo and <laughs> um, maybe crisp like blue jeans or whatever for the engineers. Right. And then I'll rock up in like a, I don't know something like a boiler suit or like yeah I did wear a boiler suit the other day and they were all commenting like oh you're heading out on site where's your hard hat so (laughs) you keep things interesting I'm sure yeah keep it pretty conservative I guess or pretty straightforward but that also um works for me because sometimes I need to keep it simple otherwise I get too overwhelmed and uncertain about what I'm wearing Mm mm-hmm When it comes to shopping secondhand, do you stick to clothes and things of that nature or do you branch out and furnish your home with things that are thrifted as well? Um, I really try. I really try to um, thrift as much as possible. So just like looking around my room now, which you cannot see, thankfully, uh, I have like a thrifted bed frame, little side table, uh, lots of plates and always coffee cups are great thrifted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most of our furniture is secondhand and then, yeah, clothes. Basically, yeah, anything I can find secondhand, mm-hmm. I, will, I will try to source that before buying new. Yeah, cool. What's something new in your wardrobe or your home that you've found secondhand? What's a recent find? Uh, On the weekend, just gone, I went to Fernvale um, in Queensland (laughs) for a little day trip. We were visiting the bakery there, but they had a really good op shop or a couple of op shops and um, picked up a few things there. I found some 80s wide leg, high-waisted, like crepey material. um, pants and a really bright hot pink hand knitted sweater and so something else I got but I can't quite remember what it was but yeah great things oh is this the sweater that then featured in a couple of photos pretty soon <laughs> yeah. <after? laughs> yeah yeah and I wore it to work today as well so I was really stoked with that <laughs> clearly <laughs> that's perfect when you decide that you're going to spend a day at the op shop or a few different op shops, what's your game plan? How do you approach it? Are you the sort of person who likes to tackle it alone? Do you round up some friends? Is there food involved and coffee pit stops? <laughs> do you look through everything or are you someone who just scans the room and just zeroes in on the gold? I actually, I do love a thrifting day with friends, but I think honestly... <laughs> I prefer to go by myself if I'm if I'm <laughs> being truthful. I think one of the things is that I'm um, really incredibly thorough at the op shop, so I feel yeah. bad and I, I kind of rush myself. If I if I'm there with someone else, I'm always like checking in if they need to go or if, if, yeah. if um I'll just try these things on quickly that kind of thing. But really, mm-hmm. I need the time to mull it over. So I think I prefer to go by myself. Um, and then it depends. I'll, I'll normally stop off for some coffee, but I actually do like a <laughs> just like a bang, bang, bang as many in one go without a break. And then just like an afternoon nap as a reward kind of approach, <laughs> like hard That's and perfect. fast up shopping. <laughs> do you have an area nearby that you'd love to hit up if you were going to your favorites? Where would they be? Um, 
There's a couple, yeah. So I live in Brisbane and there's a few sort of sections of op shops dotted around. Like I really probably do need a car, but out at Jibung and Launton, there are a couple of blocks that have four or five different op shops on them. Mm. Uh, and I really like to hit up the ones where you can get more than one op shop in a go in case yeah. the first one breaks your heart or vice versa. <laughs> like you, you might hopefully find something or at least you can say you tried. Yeah. Um, yeah, those would be my favourite ones in Brisbane, I guess. If not for being reliable, just for virtue of, yeah, <laughs> having so many in the one place. It's good to have options, absolutely. When you head into the op shop, do you have a method to how thorough you are? Do you start in, a, in the same section every time or is it just dependent on the op shop? Um, I normally do. I normally head uh, straight for the dresses. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the things I like to wear are that kind of one and done outfit. And for me, that's a dress, like a, a, a big dress and a an interesting shoe <laughs> or like a sneaker. It's, it's probably not that interesting. I do wear a lot of white sneakers, but um, that's kind of my favorite thing to wear. So I'll always go to the dresses and see if there's anything good. Mm -hmm. Dresses are hard too. I feel like that's where I don't have a lot of luck. Yeah. It's a good dress is such a commodity. It seems, mm. I don't know, but I'm always looking for like a big linen one or a big cotton one. <sighs> I can I just I need to tangent here because I made such a terrible choice oh, no. recently. I posted about it on the podcast Instagram because I left it behind. It was this beautiful big smock of a dress. It was just huge and oh. roomy and like a big black cotton tent essentially. I think I saw that one. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why I did that, but I left it behind because I know why I did it. At the time, I was trying to be firm with myself oh, and no. reason with myself that I already had that exact dress, which is true, but it was in a different fabric. And this was a really nice, crisp cotton dress. And I just, yeah, I made a terrible choice. It's so That's all I, I just had to say. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm the same as that. I I do always try to be firm with myself, but if there's something on my list, I I think these days I'm happy to interchange it, like a like yeah. donate one, re replace it. I don't know. Maybe that's not mm. like the most sustainable approach, but uh no, I'm sure it's fine if you're if you're donating. Do you have a list? Do you thrift with something in mind when you're heading out? I don't normally go out planning to get something like I'm going to go out today and get a, I don't know, a blue shirt. But I do have sort of a vague list. I am definitely at a point where I really, truly don't need to buy anything. Um, <laughs> like, I, my wardrobe's fine, but the things yep. that are always on my list are, I guess, basics. I'm always looking for those big dresses um, yeah. or cotton T-shirts. Like, how hard is it to find <laughs> just a normal T-shirt <laughs> in the shop? <laughs> it's, like, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. hard. It is kind of a quest no matter what kind of shopping you do for me, because I think I have a really specific vision of the kind of T-shirt I'm looking for. Yeah. But, and then apart from that, I think the things on my list are things that I have in my wardrobe that I wear a lot and I get a lot of use out of that took me a really long time to find secondhand. So I'm trying to proactively look for them um, yep. as like a replacement or a backup. So for me, that's like white sneakers took me so long to find um, some mm. black jeans that are 
not from Kmart and yep. yeah, just t-shirts. If I see a linen button up that's like roomy and comfy, I'm going to buy it 10 out of 10 times. So yeah, that kind it of thing. It would just be rude not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. White sneakers are a really hard one because I feel like by the time they get to the op shop, yeah. they're not so white anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe taking a chance there, but you never know. Mm. So you mentioned that sometimes you will donate an item from your own wardrobe if you come home with something unexpected to make room and balance it all out. Would you describe yourself as more of a minimalist or a maximalist? Um, I really try hard to be a minimalist. I think I feel a little bit sad sometimes when I do go through my wardrobe and I think oh there's so much stuff in here that I haven't worn in ages and then I'm sort of sharply aware of how much stuff I have and how much Mm. is sort of unused in my wardrobe but then yeah at the same time I sort of feel like how annoying when there's that one specific thing that you want and you you used to have it or (laughs) you potentially could have it but you got rid of it like I I feel like I run into that situation sometimes as well. So I think I'm somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I Like I could be a minimalist, but I'm just not. <laughs> I feel like a lot of us can identify with that sentiment. <laughs> I want to know what your three favourite finds of all time would be. Can you narrow it down? <laughs> yeah, I did think about this a little bit. It was such a hard question. Um, I was thinking about it as well because I guess my uh tastes changed so what was like obsessively truly deeply my favorite like a couple of years ago is not like not even relevant in my mind today Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. I guess my favorite things I found um would be um some overalls I got um (laughs) that I bought in Japan um and they like it's such a challenge to find for me anyway um denim overalls in that soft kind of but soft but like firm denim and like roomy Mm. and not too tight the leg and long enough and not too short in the waist or like crotch or whatever that region is and then so yeah those were like a real um steal and I will Mm -hmm. hopefully have them forever um and then oh what else has been my favorite um I found these this uh big red linen um I can't remember the brand but it was basically exactly what I was looking for at the time like a huge sort of tiered long sleeve um tiered yeah I said that about a hundred times but red linen dress um and so I was so happy to find that because it was exactly what I'd been looking at and I was thinking I might have to buy it new and then just happened upon it um in an up shop and then ideal I know and it was like it looked as good as new it was like still quite a modern brand and I knew that it I can't remember the brand but it retails quite expensively um so that was I almost blacked out I almost blacked out like I have (laughs) these sometimes I think I'm just digging through the shelves and then I when I find something I can't get over I honestly gasp out loud and I I like clutch it to my chest and I I feel (laughs) kind of insane that I'm looking around like can anyone else believe this but yeah but also you don't want to draw too much attention because you don't want anyone to (laughs) to steal away your finds and then um I think I had one more thing um another thing that I really like as well um is 
a trench coat that I have. I guess it's a trench coat. I'm not too sure, but it's kind of like a cream beige. Yes, um, this is the one that I love, right? Yes, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So I got that one a few years ago it's as well. Perfect. And it's just kind of everything you want it to be. It's like not too structured. It's not too drapey and loose. It's mm-hmm. not like a really heavy coat. I don't know. It just makes me feel a little bit fancier every time I wear it. Um, it's a really good coat. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very jealous of this coat. This is the coat that I'm also looking for but have yet to find. So mm. well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm searching for the black um, equivalent now. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. One day, one day, hopefully. <laughs> that's it. So that's one thing that's on your wish list at the moment, this black version of the trench coat. Anything else that you're hoping you'll find? No, well, nothing that's like too crazy unattainable actually yes there is one thing that I have been looking for for years and it blows my mind that I can't find it although I will admit I have a really specific vision for what I want right but I've been looking for a black cardigan and I really want it to be maybe the fact that I can't describe it explains why it's been so hard for me (laughs) to find it but I don't want like I don't want it to be too long. I don't want it to be too thin. I don't want mm-hmm. it to be too chunky. I don't want it to have a specific kind of buttons. Like I have these really strict parameters about how I want this cardigan to be. But yeah, that's my um my current goal. <laughs> have you ever come close, or it's just no? I've so never far? come close. I feel like I. I think you know what? I think I had that cardigan like six years ago and then I donated it and yeah I'm left to live in this sadness of (laughs) wondering why I did that (laughs) this is why we're all gonna end up hoarders because we're haunted by the things that we took back to the up shop yeah this is why I can't be a minimalist (laughs) yeah fair enough I I resonate with them (laughs) is there anything else that comes to mind that you've left behind before that you really regret or anything that yeah, you donated that you wish you could have back. Um, nothing really haunts me in my day-to-day life <clears throat> that comes to mind. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, yeah, like things will stick with me for a, a couple of weeks or, yeah, around that long after I pass them up. Like one that I know I hung on to for ages was this, it was like a fringed suede sort of cowgirl jacket it was so cool and I I just thought about it endlessly for months and months and it was in the window of the op shop for so long as well which I think is the thing that made me feel like it was really meant to be and I missed an opportunity but I never would have worn it I never ever would have known what to put it with but Mm. yeah that one really comes to mind but apart from that not really the one like I'll look through things lately I've been looking through photos from I don't know seven or eight years ago or whenever I was really kicking off up shopping Mm -hmm. and wondering why I donated those things but I think that I've been wondering about that I feel like it has a lot to do with kind of like the cyclical nature of fashion and like trends repeating because I know a few years after I donated those things I never would have wanted to own them Mm -hmm. so I think it's just yeah looking back in retrospect that makes me wish I had them still fair enough I I feel like that as well I often imagine myself in a room full of everything that I've ever thrifted (laughs) and having the chance to pick through it all again and take (laughs) things back that I no longer own but I mean you get rid of them at the time for good reason, thinking that 
they're sitting in your wardrobe unworn, which is a shame anyway. You know what? I actually have had a dream and I don't know if I'm revealing too much of myself here, but I have had a dream before (laughs) that I went up shopping and I found all of this amazing stuff (laughs) and I woke up and I was crying real tears. Like (laughs) I was so happy. I was so happy. Oh, that is the dream. (laughs) I found everything I ever wanted. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And then my version of that dream is that then I would get to the till and it's all like half price. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Red tags today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Is there a piece uh, in your wardrobe that you've had for the longest? Yeah, I think the piece that I've had the longest is this turtleneck um mock neck roll neck whatever you want to call it I think I've had it for about eight years and Mm. it's just like the perfect thickness it's kind of thick enough to have a little bit of structure to it but it looks great over things it looks great under things makes me feel so comfy and cool but it's just um starting to get like my makeup around the neckline and it has a couple of holes in it (laughs) so I will have to employ some sort of mindful mending techniques, but I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for its demise at the same time. That's actually the thing that's on my list at the moment is a good, I would call it a mock neck is what I'm looking Mm. for. It's not like a full, it's not, it doesn't go all the way up. It's just like a half. Is that a, I think that's a mock neck. That's what I want. I want to know what is your top tip for shopping secondhand? I think my top tip is to go in without expectations, I guess, or or without a plan. I think the times when you go in um, really hoping to find one specific thing or, yeah, with some sort of idea of what you're going to find there is uh, those are the times that you end up disappointed because (laughs) it doesn't really work that way. So I think the best thing about op shopping is going in and being surprised by what you find there Mm. um, rather than feeling let down by what you didn't. So that's my tip. Yeah, no expectations. I like that. It's a really good way to put it. As somebody who enjoys style and the process of putting together an outfit, but maybe not necessarily through the conventional first-hand route of shopping, what do you hope that the future of the fashion industry looks like? Uh, So many things. I guess I really hope that... I mean, in an ideal world, fast fashion is on the decline and everybody is more aware of its impacts. It finally gets its comeuppance. Mm -hmm. I I think I would really like to see the the trend cycle, which really feels like it's reached fever pitch and everybody like buying whatever's being promoted or influenced to them. I I would love if that like imploded in some way and people just gave up on it and just wore whatever they wanted to Mm -hmm. wear. That would be Mm -hmm. really nice. But and I would also be really interested to see what that means for me because I have been trying to focus lately on like figuring out what I actually like to wear and being less caught up in yeah, yeah. what I'm seeing on like Instagram and stuff. So I think I rambled a little bit, but yeah, just maybe like yeah. a, a total implosion of, <laughs> I don't know, whatever the fashion industry is now, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I think that's a really interesting thought. No one's really spoken to trends when I've asked that question before. I feel very similarly. I'd be really curious to know how I would respond if that sort of trend structure 
in fashion didn't exist Mm. or if we weren't so bombarded with messaging that indicates what we should be wearing yeah how that would impact my own sense of style because it feels like an ongoing figuring out thing for me it's not something that's very clear or cemented yet in my mind so I wonder yeah what it would look like to not have such loud and consistent messages telling us what we should wear that'd be very interesting yeah I I don't know what my outfits would look like but I in a way feel like I need that to give me some direction but I would welcome the opportunity to yeah make my own choices I don't know Mm, it would be very interesting that's for sure well Laura thank you so much for joining me for a chat it was just so fun to sit down and chat to somebody who loves getting out to the op shop and finding all the good stuff and someone who I would consider to be expert level at it so thank you for sharing some of your favorite finds and your process when it comes to op shopping it was really fun to get to chat thank you thank you for listening to this episode of well-worn pod and a huge thank you to laura for joining me on the show today you'll find a link to her instagram page op shop gal in the show notes below while you're over on instagram make sure that you follow well-worn pod as well and if you liked the show then please leave a review or tell a friend it would be much appreciated catch you next time bye